positive mindset um i'm actually i'm actually this is the most emotionless i've ever felt about the knicks in my life like watching the knicks in 22 years and um i think it's ian bagley's report that bothers me the most and i think it's the way certain players was treated in the past couple of years with the knicks and I'm finally getting hip to the certain shit that they do. And it's kind of disgusting to me. Uh, let me let, let me get this first. Let me get this out the way first. Like, get Cam Reddish off the Knicks, man. Get him off the Knicks, man. He doesn't. He doesn't. Sorry to, to interrupt. Uh-huh. Sorry to, to interrupt. Uh-huh. Um, Cam Reddish does not deserve to be here. And we should play him over Deuce. I know I love Deuce. We should be playing over Deuce, bro. It, it's not. I'm sorry. The, like, why aren't we? It, it's not even the Deuce McBride stuff that bothers me. I want Deuce to play. It's the way the Knicks handle their business. 
It's the way the Knicks handle their players. When I'm when 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 Grimes is just thrusted into the starting lineup after being hurt for two straight months, I have no beef with him. But I have a beef with the way management is propping this man up and Nick fans is propping this man up. You're setting him up for failure. When you're posting shit like 40 minutes and four points, that is stuff that I used to do for Frank Milikino. I want more. I understand he locked up Donovan Mitchell. Looks like Donovan Mitchell was pressing, actually, in my opinion. It looks like he was pressing first time in the garden. You know, he trying to go crazy. You know, emotions is running. He did a great job yesterday, by the way. But to just DMP Reddish and say it's a coaching decision is kind of disrespectful to me. So I'm at the point where I don't want to talk about young cores no more. I'm done with the young core crap. I'm, I'm done with that crap. I've accepted the fact that the Knicks will be looking at Zach Levine. And we will be making a trade for one of these guys soon. And they're going to go all in on mid. And I have no problem with that. If you want to be mid, don't sell the fan base about a young core. That's a lie. You don't need to sell a fan base on a young core. We know what you guys want to do. You're putting Randall on the front of your tweets every day, marketing Randall as the team face, uh, as the face of the team. Okay, cool. I've been beaten and battered to the point where I'm accepting the fact that Leon Rose is not going nowhere. He's married to Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> the Knicks want to win. They want to build around Jalen Brunson and Randall. And everybody else is a complimentary piece. So, you know, I, I I just prefer the Knicks to trade for Zach Levine at this point, man. If you if you want to go in this route, I'd rather you double yeah. down and triple down on the direction that you want. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm listening to you. Go ahead. Me? Oh, yeah. I don't want to trade for Zach Levine. Well, I, he's not a star. He's – I don't – I understand. So, Jack, let me yeah, explain it to you like this. Let me this. take out my AirPod. Let me, uh, my let me explain it to you like this, right? If you're going to go all in on this said roster and this said coach, then I'd rather you give this said roster – and this said coach, the best available talent to win. When I'm looking at the Bulls and I'm looking strictly at directly at Zach Levine, he, I don't want him either, bro. I damn, I don't want him nowhere near the Knicks. But at the same time, I've accepted the fact that this management wants to put together a product where they just want to win games, and I respect it. I respect it. So, what is the next move? Reddish is not playing no Steve. more. He's DMP. I don't even want to talk about Reddish. He's DMP. 
He should be. Reddish is a mute point. I feel like I feel like Reddish is a mute point. I feel like Reddish right now is like poking a stick at a dead deer after a hunter shot him with a rifle. Um, it, it, it's pointless. The way Ted did Reddish is the same way this organization did Frank. It is the same way they did Kevin Knox. It is the same exact thing over and over again. And I understand. Grimes is your draft pick. You're trying to prop him up to make to be something he's not going to be. Tibbs never liked Cam Reddish. Mark Berman reported it last season. He came out and said my rotation was set. He was 1-6 during that stretch. Reddish comes out. He starts with 4-4 four and four and Reddish starts. Um... We got one of the highest-rated starting five lineups with Reddish. And then after he gets a groin injury, fuck you, Draymond Green, right? Comes out of the lineup. His minutes decrease from 30 to 15. It goes down to 14, and now it's down to zero. If I'm a young player, why the fuck would I go want to play for the Knicks? You're ruining my generational wealth now i'm talking now i'm talking about it from a human aspect you're ruining my generational wealth obi topping ruining his generational wealth because you want to continue to sell the fans on julius Randle, knowing that you made a mistake and picked obi top that is a mistake that is an l for the knicks l that is not a positive. That is not a plus. Drafting Obi Toppin was not a W for the Knicks. That is an L. It's officially an L now. Because with three years into his career, he still cannot come off the bench and play 20 minutes per game. I'll say this, State. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go in like five minutes because I'm going to get out of school. Because I've studied already now, so that's why I'm able to talk because we're doing nothing. So uh-huh. this is why I think we're going to offer for Levine. And it's going to be some dumb move that we shouldn't do. Like, really dumb move. It'll be... I think we're actually going to throw in Grimes. I think it's finally over. I think we're going to throw in Grimes. Cam. Quickly. I think we're going to get back Rose. And then we're going to give Sad... And then we're going to give up Jericho. For no reason. And then we're going to give up three first-rounders. I I, I like the idea. Which sucks, but... That's the truth. I think you got it a little bit wrong. Um, so, <laughs> Jack, I, I'm going to give it to you in like a 2K way. 2K style way. You can't have – you trade Obi in that deal because you got Julius Randle, right? Yeah. Then you got th- to think about, okay – who else I got to deal? Um, would the organization want to deal quickly before Grimes? Grimes got another year before you got to extend his deal. I think Grimes would be held out of that deal. But he shouldn't be a deal breaker. So I think it would be Grimes. I think it would be one or the other out of Grimes and quickly. Evan Fournier is absolutely going in that deal. And Derrick Rose is You're absolutely right. probably going to go in that deal. Yes. Um, 
and I think three first round picks are going that deal. Maybe, maybe two lottery protected, one unprotected. You know, three first round picks. But I would rather them. I would rather the Knicks do that type of deal. To let those guys flourish on other teams. I'm done with the Cam Reddish experience. It's disrespectful. It's it, it's egregious. I'm all. Oh, I'm so done with the Cam Reddish experience, man. And it's not because of Cam Reddish. It's because of the way Tibbs treats him and the way he has this fan base by the balls and the clitoris. It is disgusting the way he Cam Reddish is being treated. Two months do come to I like this is the culture we set, right? You come off two months injury, bro. Just th- thrust it in the starting lineup. You put in no work. So you don't got to put in work in order to make, make the Knicks starting lineup. All you got to be is somebody's guy. That is, I don't like that culture. I don't. I, I don't. So now you te- you, you, you're treating dude like a teacher's pet. Since when we support 40 minutes and four points? That sound like Frank Nilakina shit to me. That sound like arguments I used to make for Frank Nilakina. Oh, Frank defense is superb. He makes good passes. Come on now. Come on now. Let's get to RJ Barrett, man. Rollins, before you go to RJ Barrett, I'm just gonna listen. Mm-hmm. I'm about to go in the car. Um, Grimes, mm-hmm. bro, like he just shot awful. And people like, oh, he locked down Mitchell. If you watch the game, Donovan Mitchell is still exposing him in ways. <laughs> so, like, like, I like the kid. Role player. This is a kid that Leon Rose drafted, by the way, and held him untouchable for Donovan Mitchell. Let's get to R.J. Barrett. Another reason why I need Tibbs fired, and he's not being fired, and I'm just going to accept the fact that he's not going on R.J. Barrett looks like Reuben Patterson, Aaron McKee. Um, um, let, let me let me go to Google real quick, real quick, man. And, 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 and Blazers, Blazers roster. Like, like R.J. has been so pathetic this season, man. He cannot defend. He cannot shoot. He has no moves. He still has moves from last season. He hasn't learned nothing from Drew Halen. What is Drew Halen teaching him? What is he teaching? Occasionally, I see flashes from RJ. But see the word occasionally and flashes should not be said about a player in his fourth year. It should not. You go one eight, one for eight and a half, played the most minutes and a half, and he's not benched. Comes out, comes out four for five. That's not good enough for me, though. Why are you always starting slow? Why are you always the little engine that could? Why you can't go from the gate? He still has the handle of a three-year-old child. That is annoying to me. He is shooting under 41% from the field for a fourth straight season. He's shooting under 30% from three. Don't get get me started on his mid-range numbers. 
The man's shooting like Josh Smith, man. It got to be stopped. Drew Halen, go back to the drawing board. This summer coming up, I need R.J. Barrett to be locked in a fucking gym with James Harden the whole summer. The whole summer. Just lock him in the gym with Harden. I don't know what he learned from DeMar DeRozan, but obviously it's not good enough. I don't see no DeMar DeRozan moves. Where? Disgusting. The man can't play defense. I know it's bad for RJ when I'm on the app and I'm saying, please get RJ off of Darius Garland. That's bad. That's really bad. So RJ needs to step it up. People who's killing him, though, keep killing him. Um, I see Jay up here. I see you trying to compare other other number three overall picks to R.J. Barrett. And here's where I defend R.J. Barrett. Jay, and I wrote this under your tweet, too, so I know you read it, but you probably waved it off like, yo, State just defending his mans. Nah, because I'm Cam fam and I'm an R.J. Barrett fan. So, Jay, I said to you, look who Zion Williamson plays with. Herb Jones? How tall is Herb Jones? Oh, he's 6'8". Shooting plus 34% from three. Oh, he's 6'8", defender. Who else? Oh, he was drafted by New Orleans. Oh, who else they got? Trey Murphy the third. Oh, what is he, 6'9"? Young, young, just talented. Who else they got? Oh, Jose, my boy Hispanic, Espanola, busting ass at the point guard position, undrafted. Straight from Washington Heights, Dykeman. What's up, Baba? 38 points, Baba. And Frank can't get minutes over Alfred Payton. Fuck off, Jay. CJ McCollum. Jonas Valanciunas. And they had and they had the Lakers first. And they had the Lakers draft pick this year. And did I mention to you Brandon Ingram Jet? So if you take Zion off the roster, it still looks like a pretty damn good roster. Let's go to John Moran. Don't Desmond Bain average 25 points with a 62% true shooting rating? Jay, go fuck yourself. Triple J come back from, from, from fucking injury. The man had 16 blocks in four games. Julius Randle has less blocks than Jalen Brunson. Steven Adams putting up Mitchell Robinson numbers. They got a deep bench. Good coach. I didn't even mention New Orleans coach because it's not fair. It's not fair to put that black man in, in, in this debate right now. Matter of fact, let me go to that crazy-ass post Jason put up. Because we, like, I felt I, I felt like it was so disrespectful because let's put context behind this. 
Luka Doncic, you know he went to the Mavericks. They play their offense through Luka Doncic. He has one of the highest usage rates in NBA history. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Jay, you put that tweet up with no context. Did you know, uh, 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 what's the boy name? Gordon Hayward broke his leg his first game of Jason Tatum's career. That's why Jason Tatum got to start his rookie year. Did you know that? Did you know Jalen Brown was coming off the bench for Mook Morris? Did you know that? Did you know they was both playing off of Kyrie Irving? Did you know that before you put up that tweet, brother? No, because you didn't give a fuck. It doesn't matter because that's not a part of your narrative. Trust me, Jay, I'm the same way just like you. If it's not a part of my narrative, I don't give a fuck. But you didn't put that up, obviously. So I put it up for you. Who they play with? Kyrie Irving. What happened once they traded Mook Morris and Kyrie Irving? What happened to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Jalil Okafor, go fuck yourself. Joel Embiid, the man was hurt. His first two years, we would have been trading his ass in his first two seasons because Nick fans would have been complaining about his injuries. And Philly drafted number one two times after they got Joel Embiid. What the fuck? Otto Porter Jr., okay, granted. Bradley Bill, did you know Bradley Bill averaged 17 points per game in his fourth season? Did you know that? He wasn't a star yet. And you don't even remember nobody on that team. It's funny. You marked James Harden here, too. James Harden didn't flourish until he was traded off OKC. And actually got a team where they put the ball in his hands. OJ Mayo? Man, please. <laughs> Al Horford? <laughs> really? Al Horford, really? I'm going to the next one. Adam Mort, Ben Gordon, and Darren Williams. Now, Darren Williams, you got that one. I remember growing up, and I used to have arguments like, yo, Darren Williams better than Chris Paul. I remember those arguments. I remember those debates. Dar Darren Williams was nice. If Darren Williams in his prime was dropped in today's NBA, he'll be easily, easily a top three point guard. Easy. Arguably number one besides if you don't include Curry. If you don't include Curry, easily. Love Darren Williams' game. Too bad he got fat as he got older. Started not caring about the game no more. Shout out to the, the New Jersey Nets. Ben Gordon. Okay, now you're just being disrespectful, Jay, with this Ben Gordon shit, man. You're being disrespectful, man. You're being disrespectful, man. Carmelo Anthony, I'm not, I'm I'm skipping Melo. Melo's an all time great. Melo's one of the greatest Knicks I ever seen. I will never disrespect Melo. Melo's in my gracious. And Paul Gasol, Paul Gasol left Memphis to go to the Lakers, and he won championship. I say that to say this: talent wins with other talents. <laughs> Four years into this. Well, three years in the Leon Rose tenure, he failed to get us a lot of talent. And we're winning right now. I, I feel like our wins is mustered up through just sheer grit. 
shed uh share warning. The Knicks either wake up and they want the game that day or they wake up and they don't want the game. Because it ain't about talent. I don't the Knicks don't have a lot of talent. Not a lot of high-end talent. Jalen Brunson, cool. But what championship team with championship aspirations want Jalen Brunson as their closer and want them as his number one option? We gotta talk reality here. I can't sell like the Knicks fans. That's one. Two. What team would tell Julius Randle, you're the face of our franchise? Knowing damn well he's a championship third or fourth option. That's two. Three, for me, is when I look at our team and I look at all the young players, and you look at their box scores, yo, none of them dudes is impressive, man. None. From RJ to Obi to Reddish to Grimes to Quickly, none of these dudes, bro. I think I've been listening to too much Eddie lately. I I, I think I have, man. Because I, I don't see it with this roster. I just don't see it, man. I've been hanging with Eddie Eddie too much, man, in these Twitter spaces, man. Because the more and more I listen to other people and I listen to their takes and I try to take their opinion um, and I try to incorporate it into my own while I'm watching these games, the more I'm not impressed, man. I'm not impressed. This is why right now, as it currently stands, I'm calling Grimes a placeholder. Cam Reddish is a placeholder. These dudes are placeholders for Zach Levine. I've accepted it. I'm not going to continue to lie to myself no more in the mirror. And I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I'm done. I, just go get me let Zach Levine and let's try to compete and, and, and let's try to shoot for the second round. I, I don't want to be for just 500 no more. Um, I want to be either really good or I really, or I want to be really bad. I never want to be a person stuck in the middle. So hopefully the Knicks, within these next few weeks, they find something out or they find find a way to consolidate the roster. Um, once again, I don't like the politics that's being played right now with the Knicks, but I, I'm just accepting, man. I'm just accepting. You UGA, Cam Reddish had a wonderful time as a New York Knick. I think it's over, man. After listening to what Tib said yesterday, oh, it's the coach's decision and this, that, and the third. Like, I, I, I don't know if Cam Reddish is going to be able to get a spot back um, on on the rotation. Um, I'm ready to just trade him and Obi now, man. I'm defeated. Hey, like, I, uh, yes. I'm gonna say this: if you wanted to win mm. games, I would even make Cam. Like, if there's ten seconds left, you need a score. Down one or two, you give the ball to Cam Reddish, in my opinion. But if you also want to develop your young guys and say Cam Reddish is still gone either way, then RJ could be an option, even though he hasn't played well at all this season. He hasn't played really good at all. But I would still give him, because remember, in November last year, he was way worse Compared to what he was in November and December. But I hate him having these slow starts. Like, just heat it up already. Just heat it up in the beginning of the year. Like, come on. 
Um, I'm kind of used to it, man. I've accepted the fact that R.J. Barrett is a slow starter. Slow with everything, slow on defense, slow with shooting the ball, just slow, 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 slow. So I, I've accepted that fact. I mean, it doesn't really bother me no more. It just bothers me that, you know, i just been lied to these past couple of years when it comes to, like, development and shit like that, knowing that you try to put RJ and those boys in a trade for Donovan Mitchell. I would rather have Donovan Mitchell right now in the Knicks so I could sell myself on, all right, how are we going to get the next star? This current roster right now, I'm just trying to sell myself on getting Zach Levine, man. I'm tempering my expectations. Uh, Don't do it. Don't do it. That's where I'm at right now. I'm I'm on the Zach Levine. We might as well go through Zach Levine, man. If we're going to be mid, let's be the best mid team we've yeah, ever If we get Zach Levine on this team, man, I promise you, I'm – I'm 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 gonna take I'm I'm taking a good five years off. I'm taking five years off. I'm still gonna be a Knicks fan, but I'm taking five years off. I ain't signed up for this shit. But I ain't signed up for this shit, man. I, if you you, you want to be halfway in, halfway out, I think what we're trying to You're do staying, is that yeah? is that Celtics what the Celtics did when they had Paul Pierce, and then they went and got Ray Allen, and then they got Kevin Garnett too. I think we're trying to do something like that. But we don't have a Paul Pierce. I don't know if Brunson's supposed to be our Paul Pierce or something like that. So it's like, who are who are we trading for? I mean, if that's going to be a Zach Levine, Steve, I don't think Zach Levine is right now or no? to a KG or glitch. Wait, that, Jack? Um, Jack, I don't think you can hear Stan. You got to go out and come back in because Twitter Space has been messing up. But Stan, right. you talking right now. Go ahead, Stan. Nah, yeah, man. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm not gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be very upset if, if we make a trade like that. This is just. Here, here's the thing. I don't want to root for the team in the second round, knowing the outcome because I'm gonna be hurt, and I, I don't want to go through that. I don't want to be ruined and yeah, let's go. Hear my daughter screaming, let's go, in her, you know, one and a half year old voice. <laughs> She's screaming right now. Like, I don't want to go through that. I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to go through that. I would rather just – I mean, it doesn't matter what I rather because I, I hear you're, defeat, you're being defeated because it's like, what else can you do as a as a Nick fan? Like, you almost feel like, well, what can I do? You know, you don't have no control over the situation. I get it. But I, I, I'm not, man. I can't, <laughs> I can't sell myself that. I can't. Like, if it happens, I'm not going to, like, sell myself, like, okay, this is what this is. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna remove myself. I'm like I'm good. Um, y'all wake me up when 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 it's some sort of a restart rebuild that's actually legitimate. Um, but do you understand my reasoning why? No, I get it. I, you just like the Phoenix. I think the Knicks. No, it's not even just that. I I just prefer the Knicks to. I, I don't want stop you to stop lying to yeah, like don't sell me on. Yeah, the not feel you on that part. Not feel you on that part because it, it, it's definitely lies. It's either lies or it's it's um because because Leon said one thing right, and then Tips is Tips thinks he's giving us what Leon is doing, like like or what Leon said. He's like, oh, you're gonna get this young product and all. Um, look, we're giving you, you know, McBride. We're giving you this. We're giving you that, and it's like okay, but it's, the minutes aren't the same. You're taking out. At the end of the day, like, I don't care if we lose every game. 
I don't like, care. I don't care if we lose every game, but the kids are playing. They're actually getting better. I mean, that's. I said, man, I might have to beat that shit out of your brain, man. You got to stop saying young core. You got to stop saying kids. These the Knicks management don't give a fuck about none of that, bro. All they care about is. I, I don't even know what they care about. I can't even answer that question because I don't know. Money. What they money. Do they really care about money? No, they care about getting Zach Levine and making Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson. And then they're just going to keep RJ on their team. They're not going to trade RJ. They're just going to keep him on the team. So they're going to be like, oh, RJ's our toy. Let's just use him for marketing because that's everyone. Everyone's buying an RJ jersey in the offseason because everyone thinks RJ's going to be the future star because Leon Rose and Tom Thibodeau act like RJ's a toy. They don't care about him. RJ's the I mean, toy of the team. Nah, I think RJ is one of the pillars. I just think that RJ is just RJ. Um, that's that's yo, Reddish is supposed to be a pillar. Like, yeah, how how are you sitting our most talented player? Like, our our the guy that has the highest ceiling on this team, you're, you're sitting. That shit don't make no sense to me. That's Quentin Grimes. No, like all because I throw you and bring up Quentin Grimes four points again. All all trolling aside, Stan. How can I say that? From the business aspect of this, Knicks management has no ties to Cam Reddish. They did not draft him. And I feel like the plan was to start Quentin Grimes since the summer. And, you know, I, I, I felt like Cam had an uphill battle once he became a Nick. Like, even from the fan base, like, you got fans like me and you who say he got the highest ceiling on the roster. When other fans say that, they're like, oh, they, they overrating this guy. This, he, this, that, and third. Okay. Give Cam Reddish to the Lakers and see what happens. Give him to another team, and I just want to see what happens. I hope Grimes shows up, bro. I hope he shows up. This this putting up uh, uh, triple singles every game, I'm not impressed by it at all. I should not be impressed by it at all. Um, Welcome quickly to the 40% club. You finally got your, your, your field goal percentage above 40%. Thank God. Now, can you can you can you help out and bring that field goal percentage up a little bit more? Wait, he because never shot over forty percent of the season or forty percent at all. He's never shot forty percent for a whole season. If hey, you remember. don't, if you think I'm lying, go look at his stats <laughs> and then come back. Remember, to see, I'll say this: people are like, oh, we dropped too quickly over Desmond Bain. Uh. Desmond Bain would have nowhere even near been the same player if he was here than he was in Memphis. That's true. That's true. It's an argument for both sides. That's what I say about uh, SGA and Donovan Mitchell. Like, Maybe even Ja wouldn't even be the same player here. I mean, Ja would still be ridiculous. No, nah, Ja ridiculous. will force his way. That's the difference between RJ. He's not forcing his way. He's not that saying RJ needs to start. I know RJ some nights he's inconsistent, but he, I love RJ. He's playing with shit this year, but he needs to start forcing his way. Like, you just got paid 107 mil. 120 if there's like a little something that happens to it. But bro, RJ needs to be like, I know like JB has been better than y'all this year, but you need to say this is my team and get the ball and score. You gotta be like that. Last year it's you tried to make it your team, but Randall is still being a ball hog and you're still carrying the shit out of this team in the end of the year. Uh, I mean 
think it's just play style. It's just play style. He's just doing what Tibbs asked him to do. I give you an example. It was a play yesterday where Randall literally just stared at the defense. Like, he got a play like this every game where he just stares at a three-point shooter and just does not close out. And um, somebody tried to make an argument on Nick Schroeder. I can't really find the tweet. And they said, basically, that's the scheme that Tibbs employs. So, I like, on one hand, you want to blame Randall. On the other hand, you want to blame the coach. But, like, once again, the coach and Randall's married together. Randall told Tibbs to give um, do a challenge. And just like two, one dummy from another, they lost the challenge, obviously. And, you know, Ian Bagley came out with a report yesterday where he basically said, like, Leon Rose does not take a coaching um, decision lightly as far as, like, firing a head coach. So I think Leon Rose and Tibbs is a, a, is a package. I think it's a combo package. I think you got to fire Leon Rose uh, before you fire Tibbs. And that's where I'm at with it. And as long as this team stays afloat, 500 ball, this team for sure will try to do a desperate move to to try to get an extra five wins. Uh, It's kind of disheartening, but, you know, it happens, man. Or we could be lucky. For example, like uh, Golden State Warriors. Um, I believe they had a season where they made the play-in. Uh, I believe they lost in the play-in to Memphis, I believe. And in that same year, they was able to draft seven. Uh, from that draft, they was able to get Kaminga, and they was able to get Moody. I, I believe so. I believe it was the same draft. And maybe the Knicks, they could stay afloat you know, get the play and see. I'm just trying to be positive about it. Like, I, I, like I'm like i so defeated to the point where, like, I, I, it's no point in trying to be negative about it. I'm going to just try to justify the stupid shit in the stupid ways that Knicks management thinks. Uh, maybe they could try to get the play in. Um, they lose in the play in. And let's say they lose in the play in. Uh, they get the seventh overall pick in this year's draft. Maybe they move up two spots. Uh, knowing that they're not going to move up, I'm going to just say they move up two spots or whatever. And they get the seventh pick overall in the draft. Let's let's say that uh, Dallas is still losing and winning. Let's say they're still mid. Um, we're handed the 12th pick in, in the NBA draft. Let's say the Wizards, who are 1-5 right now currently. Oh, my God. Let's say they make the playoffs and we get the 18th pick. So now you got the 7th pick, you got the 11th pick, you got the 18th pick. You can work with that. I could work with that. I could do some things with that in this. Do you know what I would do, Steve? I would trade up 11 and 18. Even though it's draft class is stacked, I would, I would trade up 11 and 18. Higher. Yeah. So for me to you, I'm not doing that. The only reason why I'm not doing that is because we have multiple contracts on this team. Well, yeah, we have multiple contracts contracts on this team where we got to reset the contracts. What I mean by that is we got to reset when we have to pay somebody for a specific position. For example, the power forward position. Uh, We paid Randall, right? Uh, Rightfully so, after the COVID season. Fuck off. Uh, But now we got to pay Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin's due for a contract extension next summer. Um... Do we keep Obi Toppin and pay him? 
For what? For what? Somebody give me a reason. Give stand. Unmute yourself. Give me a logical reason why the Knicks should keep Obi Toppin and Payton when you have three first round picks, possibly four. There's no fucking reason. Listen, man, I I I, I can't um I, I ain't gonna hold you up. I I would like him here if it makes sense for if you're gonna do something else. I just don't know what the team's doing. I I don't know. I'm gonna remove myself from you know having so much emotions about the team because it's better this way. You know, I'm gonna focus on the things that make me happy. And now the Knicks are not making me happy. It's not making me happy. I'm gonna catch them on replay after I know the results. I'm I'm just you know I'm protecting myself. I suggest y'all protect yourself too the same way. Like you don't know what you're gonna get. I have no clue. That's After the interview, I was just all all he basically said to me was these guys are gangster mafiosos. He ain't saying shit bad about them. Um they're all gonna stay here. Uh they're bulletproof. Um, and we're trading for a star. That's that's basically what I got from that interview. And day after day after day, that's what I'm coming to. Nobody wanted to believe it. Everybody was like, uh, you know, disappointed with the with the news. But I mean, that's it's just what it is. So, I mean, as far as holding on to Obi, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm really flabbergasted. I'll just say this. That's all we do. Flabbergasted. <laughs> Go oh, ahead. Are you talking? Oh, all right. Um, I would do this at the deadline. You trade Julius Randle. If I this is if I was the GM of this team, finally on Rose, add me. Trade Julius Randle. I'm guessing Dark Rose will either way probably be gone by then before we fire Leon Rose, and say we did we did say we did trade do a quickly deal and Rose deal, and say it was like the Beverly deal, and the Kendrick Nunn in a first round pick deal, and say Evan Fournier is already cut. I'm going to say Ed Fournier's already cut before I was the team GM. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I'm shipping off, and it's, and I I can't I can't even speak English. All right, let's – I would trade – if I was the GM right before the development, I would trade Isaiah Hardenstein. But see, but see, <laughs> I know you're 15. This is where you get shit fucked up at, right? Yeah, I know it's the January deadline and shit. No, it's it's not even that. It's not even that. You you you're getting. You're not a seasoned Nick fan yet. You'll be seasoned. Not there yet. Uh, We 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 are more about young boy. We are more about young boy. You need about two more years, and then the stuff that you're saying right now, you'll be like, you know what? That was a bunch of bullshit. Because me and you both know me and you both know my my fault, my little sister calling me. Um we both know Tibbs ain't being fired. We both know um that uh ran Yeah, obviously. Obviously, that's going to happen. Obviously, we're going to treat for a star. I hope we don't. But this is a scenario if I was the GM. 
Like, hey, no, I got the I got the same scenario as you do. Uh, I'm not mad at your scenario for for me personally. I, it's just not gonna happen. So, if it's not gonna happen, then what's the point? You right? You get what? There, there we we traded for one of those CAA boys, man. This is there this we. This is what Fred told us. This is what Fred told us. He said the free A ties were there, right? Like they're gonna make. He he said this shit so casually though. I listened to that to that space three times now, and like the shit he was saying was so casual. Like it was just like, yeah, like this. These are the facts. Everyone knows it. <laughs> I was just kind of like, damn man. Like why you gotta say it like that though? Like you gotta say it like it's like, just like the surety of all sureties. Like listen, if we get Levine, I'm gonna be upset, but I know it's coming. I well, know he said Towns up. first. I think he said Towns first. I think Charlotte brought up Levine, and then he was like, "Yeah, that could be something." But I could see, I could probably see Towns first because obviously Minnesota's not really happy what they're doing over there. What would be Uh-oh. the point of Towns though? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know I what the point really of any of this shit is. is. The point is traded. to go to the second seed and lose in the second seed, and then we 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 win a game or two and feel like, oh, maybe we could get to the semifinals, and then we lose, and then we're hurt. So like, I don't know. I can't tell you the, what's the point. Like the thing is, I, say I we do make the playoffs somehow. I mean, if we make Everyone... a trade for a star, we're gonna make the playoffs. And if we're not, if we're able to keep. If it's a disgruntled guy and they like, all right, sure, just give us one or two guys and some picks. Y'all got enough. We like, we're not gonna go crazy. Just give us two picks and like one or two guys or something like that. And we still have most of our team intact when we need to remove guys, apparently, just for kids to play anyway. Like that's a team that's going to make a playoff run, possibly depending on who the star is. Is 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 this gonna be? I don't know. We have a point guard, so I guess that'll the uh, the games towards the end should look a little bit better. I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm not. I can't really get behind it though. I'm just. I'm feeling like state right now. I guess because I've been on the space with them now, and I'm just like I don't know if I'm just like starting to come to a, like a scenario where like oh well, if we did this, would I be okay with that? And I'm not gonna really be okay with any of it, but. I guess I'm just at this point trying to talk about an outcome where it's a more than likely of outcome. Like the likeliest of outcomes is the team will not stay the way it is. But that's the reason why I said so. So that's the reason why I'm on the Zach Levine train now. So I'm trying to get a. I'm trying to get ahead of this shit. Right. Now. Yeah. Because I rather if you're gonna like, I'm trying to sell myself on the playoffs, right? I'm trying to get out of this emotional mindset that I'm always in. Like I'm always in an emotional mindset. Right? I'm trying to be I'm trying to think like how the, the Knicks management is thinking because they're fucking dummies and I'm not a dummy. So I gotta you know only intelligent people can act dumb. Dumb people can't act intelligent. So I'm gonna act dumb to try to agree with the logic that the Knicks is trying to do. Um if we're trying to go to the playoffs for me personally, I'd rather go to the playoffs with Brunson, RJ, Zach Levine, Randall. Because I'd rather go to the playoffs with more Warriors and more people that I know I I know I could go to battle with these dudes. I can't go to the playoffs with this current roster. That's the thing. I think I think we're either gonna trade for Levine or we're just gonna keep the same roster and just trade Cam and Rose. So we're definitely trading for some star, um, I don't know who it is, 
Um, like we're going to trade for a star. My prediction first. is we're either going to trade for Levine or we're going to wait till the offseason to get a star. That's my prediction. But I'd rather. I don't I, think I, this front office can wait because people are just too. Yeah, people are, People want to see a change and they're not going to fire the coach, they're not going to fire the GM. So what are they going to do? They're going to bring in a change and be like, oh, well, we got. Because here's the thing there are, there's a bunch of people, right, that just want to win. That don't follow the team as reckless as we do, right? And they all they want to do is see a win. Like they don't care. And I used to be one of those fans too. Like, listen, I don't care. I just want to win. And then after a while, I started to see where that type of thinking got the team. Like, I'm like, yeah, sure, get the get a star player. And we, like, yo, I would call my boy, yo, we got Levine. It's over. Da, 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 da. Start hyping myself up to believing something that's not a- actual. And I'm just tired of doing that to myself. But. This is what those are the options. You're firing. I don't think Levine's even a star, bro. No, nah, he's a star. He's a star, bro. It's just he's that nice. he's, not, he's not the the guy we want. Obviously, he's not the guy that's gonna be the difference maker to to make this team like oh now we're a uh, Eastern Conference contender. If we're gonna be Eastern Conference contender, if the Knicks feel like Levine can make us an Eastern Conference contender, I don't know. I I don't think he's that good of a player to just. You know, you say you get rid of Obi and, and, and quickly or something like that, a couple picks or something. Maybe I don't know other players, and we have those those are the guys that that uh, that stage just said. That's a lot of offense. It could get you far as a second seed. I think it's just that's it. Like we're losing in the second round. I mean, not second seed. We're losing in the second round, and it's just a bad place to be. Like you're gonna be upset because you're in the playoffs. You want to win. Like, once you're in the playoffs, you're going to root for wins, right? Like, you're not going to be like, oh, I hope we lose in the playoffs. Like, this is the thing. I always be confident in the playoffs. Like, I know we're not as bad as the 2020 Magic and the 2020 Nets when they didn't have Katie and Kyrie. I know we're not as bad as those teams who are not even as good as, like, like, okay, we might be or easily as good as that 2020 Pacers team. That 2020 Pacers team was terrible. I'm going by that fake-ass NBA bubble. But the thing is, with this team, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be first-round exits. I think we're going to try to, like, try to get everyone shocked because we're going to take, like, two games. And we're going to be like, oh, we have a chance. We're going to – it's going to be – the series is going to be, like, 3-2 or 2-2. And then we're just going to lose the series in the first round, no matter where we are. But see, but see, here's my thing. I'm not so sure we would lose in the first round Yo. if we add his – I'm just trying to, yo, yo, what's up, Jim? I'm, I'm, just be realistic about the situation, and, and 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 try to get my emotional side out of it, and just stick strictly with basketball. Can I say something? If, you, if you don't mind, go ahead. I don't want to cut off. Nah, go ahead, my right. I don't, I don't, I'm, we, we, I ain't doing that. State, me ahead. and you are so mm-hmm. strongly similar. So this ain't for you, cause I get it. People gotta realize. We are not getting what the fuck we want, right? As far as you want to rebuild, this and that and third. We tried it. It didn't work. We tried to work through the draft. We never got the first round pick. We didn't get one since Pat Ewan, right? That shit is not fucking working out for us. At this point, this is a talent-driven league. There's nobody on this team better than Zach Levine right now. People keep saying, I don't want to go to the playoffs right now because we're going to be a mid-ass playoff team coming from a mid-ass regular season team right now. You're not literally making the playoffs just to go to the championship your first time. 
The first step is trying to get to the playoff. You got people content with making the play-in. What the? What are we talking about? We were just complaining about not having a closer. We got one now. You got people complaining about Jalen Brunson. What? The, what are we talking about? We finally got a player that's really taking the ball out of Julius' hands in them crucial moments. Yeah, he got his bonehead moments, but he's taking the ball out of Julius' hands. He's giving the ball to Julius, champ. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. How many about, times you see Jalen Brunson close the he's game? He's always though. giving the ball to. He gives the ball to, to Julius Randle. He's one of the few players he gives the ball to. Like he or, oh, or not Brunson. few players, I'll say he gives the ball to him more often than other players. I'm not gonna say he don't give the ball to anybody else. He gives the ball to Julius Randle more than the other players, except in the fourth quarter. That's except in the fourth quarter. They, you do know they both trust each other, right? That's basketball. You got to hand it off to somebody. That's what yeah. That shit scares me. You got to hand it off to somebody. At this point, who else is Jalen giving it to? He damn sure can't give it to RJ. Like, what are we talking put about? Fucking, put fucking Reddish in a game. You know he could get to the hole. We are not him. So he's somebody that could do that. We got to deal with. That's over. That's over, fam. Yeah, that's over. Okay, but it's over. But that don't mean that we can't speak on it. No, so no, that's, no, no, That's, no, that's what that's we're talking fact. about. Oh, 100%. 100%. No question. Like, that's a fact. But when you say things like, damn, I wish we still had Cam and Cam could do X, Y, Z, and that's facts. Like I said, we went in this crane grass 40 minutes looking real nasty out there. But then we try to deter from, like, I don't want Zach Levine, no. I mean, I mean, we ain't going to do nothing in the playoffs. Yo, when we lost to Atlanta in the playoffs, they had us slating to beat Atlanta. We lost. And we were like, all right, well, they're going against Philly. They're going They beat Philly. Yo, that shit is a punch of chances in the playoffs. Everybody say it's about luck. What are we talking about? At the champ, at the time, you said what? I like, like when Atlanta was up three two in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm like, yo, this Atlanta Hawks loss in the first round looked a lot better, but I didn't realize that our team just went downhill since the Almighty Four seed killed us. State, did you start the Almighty Four seed narrative yet? Or, I mean, obviously you did, but reg- I mean, obviously reg- regardless, started. nobody had Atlanta, anybody, and they still was striving through. There's a lot of teams that strive through that nobody have slated. Nobody thinks certain players or teams are looking better than what they are. Shit, look at Indiana. My point is, stop stop <laughs> downing players that's not even better than the players that we even have. Zach Levine is fire. You put, you're not just bringing him over here by himself. You put, you plugging him in with a Jalen Brunson. Maybe even a um, Julius Randle. They talking about bringing Cat too? Okay, now you bringing the best three point shooting big man. No, it's not two. It's not two. We're we're talking. We're talking about who the stars we would bring up. Right. Um. Fred Cat said they're gonna look at CAA guys first. Okay. Um. He mentioned Cat. Okay. Charlotte mentioned Levine, but he mentioned Cat first. It wouldn't be both. I don't. I don't. I don't. I honestly, I think it would. I think I think it would. Would it? Would it really? Both of those cats just signed two hundred million, man. Both of those guys just signed supermax. We, I don't think we can have both. Oh, because of the clothes. No, we can't have both. We definitely can't. Because of the clothes. Okay, I got you. Got you. No, we just would. I mean, we'd have to trade everything to be. able Yeah, you'd have to trade everybody else to to be able to afford those two guys. So it's not going to be both. Going to come more expensive. So I'm I'm good on him. It's not to say. It, it, listen, this is not a um, 
a free agent. Um, what's 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 my homie? I don't know why I'm blanking on his name. Jimmy but Jimmy Butler. This is not like a, oh I'm good. <laughs> you know, people are like oh I'm good. Like, I don't want to sign Jimmy Butler. Like he's where he's a free agent. This is not that. You're trading. You're giving up draft capital. You're giving up players. If you want to want Jimmy Butler on the team, I know there's some fans that that want that, and I, I just don't think he's. Um, recap said it in the in the in the comments. Um, I don't think he's that easily attainable. I think Cat is easier to attain because you got um, a very frustrated uh, young star player there, um, and they're not going to move on from him. They just got uh, Gobert. They're not moving on from him. So that kind of makes Cat the the culprit as as far as a guy that's going to get moved. He's got the CAA ties. You may not have to give up as much for him, you know. Um, I like Stan for me personally. I'm not trying to sell you on it. I'm just saying, you know, like this is what the team's likely gonna do. I, I don't. I, I don't think we get in Levine though. Like unless we're trading. I think they still as, want as no Cap said in the, in the, in the um, And I said that as, in the tweet. Unless RJ is included in that, I, I don't think we're getting Levine. Um, as as Cap said in the um, that don't sound like it's not off the table. Yeah, but even that, that's just like, I don't know. I mean, I don't even care at this. I mean, I care, but it's just like I'm in the the, the space of like not get, I'm removing myself. I get myself it. From the I, get it. Like I'm just, I get it. <laughs> I get like, it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to treat it. I'm going to treat it as business. That's it. Yeah, you got to like, you got emotional out of it and just treat it straight up, straight up like business. Like, I'm listening to y'all talk about Jimmy Butler and Zach Levine. I wouldn't mind Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler got to come off the bench, though, at the age he's he's about to be. Um, Zach, so in the scenario, I think you trade for Zach Levine without giving up R.J. Barrett. Uh, you try to sell Jimmy Butler on being a six-man, and you could go from there. I just think Jimmy Butler – I think Jimmy Butler is like 34 right now. So I think by the time he become a free agent, he'll probably be uh, – like 35. Um, I give you a great example of what, what I would like the Knicks to do. And I found this very interesting. Um, what's this guy named who played for the Chicago Bulls in the nineties, Derek Harper, uh, Derek Harper averaged 20 points a game. I believe for Cleveland, um, Brutus, correct me if I'm wrong as I continue to go. I believe it was for Cleveland. He averaged 20 points per game. The year that he got to the Chicago Bulls, literally the very next season, Derek Harper averaged about eight points per game. So he took a... Uh, that, that's Dallas Mavericks. That Derek Harper was a Dallas Maverick. All right. Boom. And then the very next season, he went to the Bulls. He averaged eight points. Uh, that's what I'm looking for in a guy when it comes to, like, free agents. I'm looking for a guy who's probably a former all-star who is willing to sacrifice his numbers in order to get a championship. Um, If Jimmy Butler is willing to do that, let's fucking do it. I don't think he's a starter at the age he's going to be, but I would absolutely love Jimmy Butler. I'm just thinking if Tibbs is my coach, get me Jimmy Butler. Find a way to get him on the roster. If Tibbs is going to continue to be my coach, Find a way to get Zach Levine on the roster. I want people Tibbs is comfortable with because I want the least amount of excuses for this man possible. I don't want people to use Cam Reddish's excuses no more. RJ, none of those dudes. 
we still saying we don't got enough talent. Okay, go get go get me somebody then. That's why I'm like, right now at this current moment, I'm defeated. I'm ready to go get Zach Levine. I'm done with the whole young core bullshit. I'm done with the whole the kids need to play and this, that, and that. I don't care no more. I don't care. I've, I've been repeating the same shit for years now. So why should I care now? Uh, I'm just, I'm just ready to get to the to the playing. Uh, I, I'm ready for that, or I'm ready for this team to tank. Either or, because with each game that I watch the Knicks, the more the the less excited I get. Uh, I just see straight politics on the floor, man. I don't I don't see a team. I don't see a coach who cares about winning the right way. He just wants to win his way. Um, Brutus, can you please explain to me why did Cam Reddish get a DMP? I'm I'm very confused. Like, oh, I'm I can't even explain that. I would call it what it is, but my 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 son is in here, so I'm trying to be respectful, <laughs> even oh. though he's old enough. Well, forget it. Fuckery, the oh. fuckery that Tom Thibodeau did to uh, this young man Cam Reddish is uh, it's an atro- it's, it's atrocious. What it, you know, um, I, I can't see it under almost any circumstance, but I do see that there's no. I am my in my opinion. Cam Reddish would have to be a much bigger man than me to ever play for this that coach again. He would have to be a much bigger man than me. Hopefully he is because he is still in it, you know, trying to get his career on track. So if this punk of a coach ever came back to him and said, uh, Cam, we're going to use you now. You know, he have to suck it up and get out there and play the best he can because he's still trying to get a, a contract somewhere. But this fuckery that uh, Tom Thibodeau did to this young man is, is, uh, is ir- you know, it's just, it's just irresponsible. It's, it's uh, apprehensible. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, 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 yeah, it, it drained me. I, honestly, I like I. I, I want to root for for Grimes, and I I want to root for these young guys, but like that shit drank me, bro. That shit drank. Yeah, me. And, and it has nothing to do with with Quentin Grimes. I mean, I I like that young man as well. There's nothing wrong with him, but what they have, I mean, the way that they just handled the situation is just, you know, um. I just can't. I just can't see it. You know, like you said, two months out, pretty much being hurt that whole time, missing a whole lot of time. Cam missed three games uh, with the groin injury, and I could I could tell that this was starting to be put in place from the beginning. Once Grimes started that one game that he played the eight minutes before, like when they first decided to move on from um, Fournier. And and that game came up and they started um, Quentin Grimes. I knew that that was them setting it up that Quentin Grimes is actually the starter. And that when Cam came in, he actually was just a placeholder for Quentin Grimes. Now, I don't know if this young man knew that. And see, that's the, uh, the other fuckery about this coach. He doesn't communicate with his players. He just does stuff. Now, if he had had this conversation with him, and Cam knew what the situation was, then he would have no say-so. Now, now, of course, we don't know, but I don't believe that there was such a conversation. As even Derrick Rose intimated, um, Tibbs never told him about his reduced role 
right? So he's clearly not even talking to his best mans, right? Derrick Rose is supposedly his best mans, and he's not talking to him, letting him know, like, yo, Derrick, we're going to, you know, have you on a reduced role. They didn't talk to him. About, uh, all of a sudden, Thibodeau cares about players playing in back-to-backs? Are you kidding me? When the, when the heck did that happen? All of a sudden, Derrick Rose was a DMP yesterday, quote-unquote, because we played a lot of games. It was a back-to-back. Are you Yo, just straight up fuckery, man. I, 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 I'm just so pissed off at Tom Thibodeau and Tom Thibodeau only. I don't care the fact. I don't care that Grimes is his man's. You know what I'm saying? That that's cool. You know, everybody has their favorites and what have you. But you also got to look at how things was playing out. When Tibbs first found this nine man rotation, and it was starting to come together with Cam Reddish right before he got hurt and in the last four games that cam reddish played before he got hurt you know what he was averaging 16 and a half points a game 2.3 steals couple of rebounds you know doing everything uh, hedging for his man rj who's atrocious defenses out there helping all those cats out there with their defense and you know suffering sometimes for it and then his reward, because he got hurt with a little three games that he had to miss. And and that's why he didn't even want to come out that game. Remember they said Cam wanted to go back in the game once he hurt the groin, but the, the staff held him out. That yeah. shit was all – that was all part of the plan, man, <laughs> to hold him out. Yo, awesome, I could just keep going on and on, man, but, yo, nah, it's straight, yeah, keep, straight, keep cooking. straight fuckery. He was cooking. Straight. If you got more to cook on, absolutely, because that's – you know that that's just what it is. How could any young man? How could any young man have any trust, faith, and confidence in this coach? The way that he treated this one young player, and I thought and it was Obi really, last year too. To your point, but well, Obi is still Obi is still getting the fuckery. He's got the fuckery the whole the whole time he's been here. But yet, at the end of last year, Tibbs said it right. He said, "You know what." We're going to uh, – um, I regret not playing the young players more. And then he brings Obi Toppin back in after what he started to show at the end of last season. And he's doing the same fuckery to him that he did last year. It's garbage. Straight gar- – I don't know how Obi could trust him. I know Cam Reddish could never trust his ass again. I don't think IQ could have a lot of trust for him, even though Tibbs gives him a lot of reign. But the fact that he has still held that young man back never has given him an opportunity to start. His numbers say he's the best defender on our team, but instead of trying him as the starter, as shooting guard or what have you, he still put his boy, Quentin Grimes, two months out hurt and what have you. It, it, it's just straight crap. What this? And he's an older guy. You know, I try to relate to the older guys because I'm an older guy. But he's a, a freaking bum, straight bum. Get Tom Thibodeau the hell out of here. And that's not going to save Cam. No, I think Cam is done as a Nick, regardless, because the front office is allowing the fuckery to happen. You know what I'm saying? So they're now complicit. And all of this. So there's no biting that. They're going to have to trade him because he's not coming back. I wouldn't come back under any circumstances, but especially if Tom Thibodeau was still the coach.
thank you. I'm sorry for the rant, but I, I'm out of here. You was absolutely cooking. And Nick's take Jake, I see you too. Um, Absolutely right, man. Like, you ain't say facts on facts on facts. Like, because it's crazy, like, man. Like, what the fuck are we doing to these players? Like, yo, once again, for everybody new who just pulled up, um, I started this space and I immediately started this space with the Knicks should just trade for Zach Levine. My premise upon this reason is why is because I don't want to hear about kids no more. I don't want to hear about young cores no more. I don't care about any of that. I have to put myself in the mind state of what this dumbass management wants. And they want to be mid. So since you want to be that mid, can we just inject some Bruce Banner Hulk serum into it and get me Zach Levine? I'd rather make the playoffs with Zach Levine on the roster, with Brunson, with RJ, with Randall, than anything else. Uh, That's where I'm at with it. I've lost all energy for this team. Um, We don't give players starting jobs because they earned it. We give players starting jobs because of politics and optics. We give players like Alfred Payton starting jobs because, you know, they earned their (laughs) stuff. This fucking team. Alfred Payton didn't even earn shit, by the way. Oh, go ahead, Jake. Yo, what's up, y'all? What's up, State, Smooth, Brutus, Stan, uh, Jack? What's up, y'all? Um, I'll just say this real fast because um, me and Tape, actually, we're, we're about to start our show. But, um, look, I, this whole Cam Reddish situation, Brutus, you know I got love for you, bro. But I know you remember our conversation back in the summer, bro. And, look, I'm not even trying to, like, gloat or anything because I'm fucking pissed off about this Cam Reddish situation, too. Because, again, we get young players on this team that actually show promise, show desire, show commitment. Honestly, Cam Reddish, the way that he committed his game to the defensive side of the ball is all the evidence enough to me that Tom Thibodeau was really in his fucking ear saying that he could earn the starting the starting job. Like, I honestly believe that. And over the summer, all I did was I looked at the starting lineup and I looked at the bench unit and I said, okay, we got Fournier, we got Derrick Rose, we got Emmanuel Quickly, we got Quentin Grimes, and we got Cam Reddish. Somebody got to go. And the math was as simple as the fact that Cam Reddish was already getting disrespected from day one by Tom Thibodeau. They said, uh, hey, hey, Tibbs, wh- you know, when are you going to play Cam? Oh, well, it's going to be a while until you see Cam. Why? So, what? like, for what reason? To learn this non-existent fucking scheme that you run? So that you could, you, you know, you could run the read and react bullshit offense? Like, what the fuck is there to wait for? So, as soon as I saw that, it was as simple as, well, Cam Reddish is, like, it doesn't matter if this is the last year of his contract and that, you know, the Knicks are desperate for young wings that actually have the measurements and the skill set to excel. And I'm not saying that Cam is, like, you know, amazing. You know, he's got areas to work on in his game. Obviously, all every single young player does. But I honestly didn't think that he had a realistic chance of doing shit on this team as long as Tom Thibodeau and Leon Rose are here. And, you know... Some people didn't like to hear that. 
And, 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 and Jake, and, and, I, I, agree, I agree with everything that you're saying here, and you're turning out to be somewhat right. But the fact is still a fact. The young man was given that opportunity, and he showed us that he could do it. Yes, like you said, all young players have have to uh improved that's not there's no question but that young man his numbers right now still staying as better numbers than uh what the guy is come and there's nothing against quentin grimes it was never really against him it was always let the best man win right and up to this point so brutus i think that that's what we were discussing right but like what what i just assumed and, you know, it ranged true, you know, all of his Knicks fans seem to forget sometimes is politics at MSG is undefeated, y'all. Every single time, the politics are going to win. It's just how this organization has always been run. It's always about politics. It's never about the meritocracy. It's never about the best players, you know, play and, and the, the sucky players don't. Because if that was the case... Then both Quentin Grimes and Cameron should, should be quick. And you're, you're right about that. But you had said that it was um, uh, as long as Tom Thibodeau and Leon Rose is here. But Leon Rose is the one who brought Cam Reddish here and and spent a first round draft pick capital to do it. So I don't I can't see that it's him. I just believe that he's given Tibbs this full of autonomy and the fact that. Tibbs has aligned himself with Quentin Grimes, and that's his prerogative to do so. But to me, I violence believe violence, Brutus. Yeah, Stop I believe he's just doing violence. it at the uh, at the expense of a, a, a true talented young man who actually, really, I think, wants wanted to be here. Yeah, and and, and I think he showed you that the thi- the things that I had concerns about with Cam Reddish being put in the starting lineup. He fixed all of them for the most part. It was the shot selection. It was the effort on defense. And it, and it was, you know, getting his teammates involved. Those were the three things that I wanted to see from Cam Reddish. And I thought he did all of those things and, as, as well as he could, sitting in the corner, not getting the fucking ball. Exactly. I was going to say, if, if and then he has if to defend so- his man, he's got to defend Randall's man, and he's got to defend RJ's man. And I was going to say, if his shot selection was still spotty, I would have to believe that the only reason why was because of his lack of touches or, and lack of involvement of being in the actual offense. That's, that that's, if he had that, an actual but, role but in that, I, I believe that he would have. Yeah, I think he would even have been better. But sometimes he would get the ball after not having touched the ball in so long. Yeah, I'm going to let it fly. I'm going to do something because when am I going to see this ball again? But if you're part of the team and part of the offense and part of the flow and the movement, then you don't feel um, any kind of way to have to, you know, like rush or – yeah. Or, you know, uh, take questionable shots. So, yes, I know that some people have, you know, uh, wanted to point out that sometimes his shot selection had been a little bit spotty for here and there. But his overall numbers still was out beating that. His, his field goal percentage is still at over 45%. And his three-point percentage, yes, it took a dip. But that, again, was getting with his, his role becoming less and less and where you're getting less and less shots. So therefore, now your shots are not going to be as fluid as yeah. they had been. So his his three point percentage 
inches down and still better than the guy who they replaced him with. I, I'm, and there's nothing against the guy. Everybody has to understand and believe me in my heart. There's nothing against Quentin Grimes. It's just the way that this situation was handled between the two players. They both yeah. should be playing. You're right. And, and, and Go they, ahead. Finish cooking, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jake. No, no, no. I, I The only reason why I requested up is because I wanted to talk with you, Brutus, about this. But look, and this last thing I'll say, I got to drop down and, and, and go start the space. But, like, I think that, you know, MSG, the way that, you know, this this team, this, you know, organization, this this media machine, right, has pitted us against uh, each other with the whole Grimes and Cam stuff is, like, really disheartening. And, and look, you know, I, I've, I've been in these streets defending Cam Reddish. Oh, like, it, I, I don't want to, you know, have it be seen as like I'm sort of some sort of like cam hater or whatever I just you know had concerns and I thought that he addressed all of them and you know I was doing an exercise because you know I got all these fucking goons in my mentions and shit and um I looked at Cam's shooting percentage um Cam Reddish has shot the ball it it, it, so I want to say it's seven times or eight times that he's shot over 50 percent uh this season um, both RJ Barrett and, uh, Julius Randall, the guys that get most of the opportunities on this fucking team, um, despite playing more games than Cam Reddish have also shot the ball over 50%, only seven times and eight times. Uh, I, you know, I'm sorry. I can't remember which one it was. I, I think RJ is the, the seven and Randall's the eight. So he's tied for the most games of overshooting 50%. The fact that he lost his job because he missed three games and Quentin Grimes was, you know, available after all that bullshit and, you know, uh, with the foot or whatever is an absolute disgrace. And, and like, I just want a reminder for people that say, oh, you know, uh, no superstar is ever going to want to come here because the fans are shit. No, it's because this organization is shit. It's because we play the fucking politics game. It's because this this kind of shit happens all the fucking time with the Knicks. How many times do we draft kids and we mismanage them? Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. No one is aligned. The, the coach is literally doing whatever the fuck he wants. And we beat up on an injured, you know, Cavalier team that missed a whole bunch of open shots. And now he might fucking coach the end of the season. And it's disgusting. So Jake, I got to say this. You know what the Knicks are run like? What's up? We're getting run like the fucking mafia right now. That's now, because that's we are. <laughs> we are. We're the mafia. CAA Two fasts are in our front office, Leon Rose and Tibbs, and they're best friends for a fucking reason. They're both ass at what they do. No, nah, no, nah, I agree, bro. Look, hey, I, I got to drop down. I got to go start the space with tape, but appreciate you guys having me up. And, uh, yeah, Absolutely. Please, yeah, please uh, Jake. I got a fun, um, I got a fun exercise um, since State brought up Zach Levine on the trade. Not wanting to, but he brought up just possibly just accepting it. So, Fred said, it's going to be a CAA client, so let's go through them. All right, you go to their website. Well, well one, one, one second, uh, stands, and I, and I definitely want to do this exercise, and it sounds great, but up in the Jumbotron I posted on yesterday, it was posted now that the Chicago Bulls have said that Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are going nowhere. <laughs> they, they said that they're untouchable. That is... Oh. Um, 
word from the Chicago Bulls. It's up in the jungle. Ooh, yeah. I don't know Check if I that believe out. that. That just means that they want. It could just be cap. Of that, course, that just but, means uh, that they want a lot for for either. That's all that means. Like, yeah. Because here, here's the thing: people have been saying, "Oh, they want to unload this guy." That's bad for business, like trade business. Whenever like that comes out. So you have to kind of, you always have to be like, nah, I love this player. Look, no, nah, I, I want to, I, I, I used to hope that the Knicks were doing that. Like, oh, we're treating yeah. Randall so well because we want another star to see. Look how we treat our star players, right. you know, but no, this is just how we treat our star player. Julius Randall, <laughs> they believe he's a star player. Julius um, Randall ain't even close to a star player, though. That's the Which, I mean, for, for what it's worth, Julius Randall is, is borderline all-star this year, he's playing. He's playing borderline all star. I just don't care for it here. <laughs> like, do it somewhere else. Um, I mean, he's to be completely honest. But you're right. As far as the, it's good tactics. Like, you're gonna say this. Oh, these these people are untouchable. Of course, because untouchable means you have to give up the Donovan trade, basically. And Donovan was 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 not untouchable. So, what are you giving up? if they're untouchable, right? Like that team is going nowhere. So like, it's stupid for them to say like, Oh, we're the, they're untouchable. Why would they be untouchable? Like they're getting older. Like, <laughs> like you, you're not going to win anything this year or next year. So how, why, why would they be untouchable? Well, but a lot of their success is, is, is predicated on having a point guard, um, a true point guard and Lonzo ball right now is out. So that's maybe they could, fair. maybe, maybe they could just address that alone and it makes them a better team. If they could somehow get a point guard in here now, depending if, if Lonzo ball does have any chance at playing in this year, uh, you know, a lot of what they did was predicated on um, uh, having Lonzo Ball in that lineup as well. And and he's just, I don't know, he may never even play again. Who knows? I, I'm not going to put that on the kid. I know he's going to at least try a few times before maybe, he, unfortunately, he may wind up like, uh, what's this guy who played for Portland? Um Why is his name escaping me right now? Really good player. Used to Anthony play for the... Simmons. No, 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 no. The guy who used to play for them, you know, uh, huh? McCollum? No, no, no. Before him, before him, like, uh, uh, Brent, uh, what's his name? Brent, was it Brandon? Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy. Right, right. That was my guy, man. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm just saying like injury wise, I mean, that, that's something that could be headed, um, Lonzo's way if they can't figure out what's going on with that knee, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's what happened to Brandon Roy. His knee wind up being like bone on bone. And then that was it. It was a wrap. So, um, you know, I, maybe he has to do the microfracture surgery. I haven't heard of too many people having that anymore lately. Uh, either that or they've made it a little bit more. Because remember, the microfracture used to almost be like a death sentence. And uh, the first one who really came back from the microfracture to have any type of career was uh, Amari. Uh, and then uh, somebody else who had the microfracture did okay for a little while. But... You know, I don't know what they're going to do with it, but Lonzo Ball has a lot to do with what they're going to do with this um, uh, Chicago Bulls. And if anything, if they if they do move somebody, I think the first person might be DeRozan. And if he does, that means it's an L.A. deal and he's going to go to uh, to the Lakers and they'll figure out something from there. Uh, but I don't know how how 
quick they're going to be looking to move Levine, who's actually still pretty young, I think 26, 27 at the most. And he just signed a, uh, a, a Supermax. And he does still have knee issues of his own. Now, that might be the reason for them to want to unload that deal. But then that's another reason why we maybe should stay away from it. Because if his knee turns out to be, you know, a little bit more. I got a question for y'all. Hold on. Yes, sir. Real quick. That was the reason why. Hold on. Real quick, Smooth. Um, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, I started this space because I'm I'm currently defeated. I'm drained of all of my neck energy. And I've currently accepted the fact that the Knicks might trade for Zach Levine. And I want them to actually trade for Zach Levine. Because if you're going to be – thank you, miss. Uh, no, I don't need it. Because if you're going to be mid, I'd rather you be the best mid team that you can be possible. Right? And I feel like Zach Levine, um, Brunson, R.J. Barrett, and Randall, I'd rather go to war with those dudes and try to sell myself on winning a playoff series with those dudes – than have people try to sell me on 40 minutes from Quentin Grimes scoring four points, and he locked up Donovan Mitchell, and Donovan Mitchell was pressing at his first game in the garden, knowing that the Knicks should have traded for him. I, I'm done. I'm done with the Obi Toppin minutes convo. I'm done with the Cam Reddish convo. I am defeated. I don't care no more. Go ahead, Smooth. So here goes a hot take. Can you guys hear me? What's up, Smooth? We get you. Tom Thibodeau was going to finish out his contract. <laughs> I don't know how hot that is anymore, Smooth. Listen, he's going to finish out. Think about it. He's like, going to get an extension. <laughs> right? No, no, seriously. Seriously, look. Look at it from this standpoint, right? Because I got to get ready to go in to uh, show love to Jay. He didn't get fired. Winning three games in a month last year, okay? And then this year, we're 2-10 and 10 when we give up over 115 points. Three games where we gave up over 130, okay? I, I believe over six games, we gave up more than 120, all right? And only one of them was a – only uh, two of them was a win, right? So if he didn't get fired for last year's job, and this year playing defense and then losing five straight at home, what the hell do you think it takes for him to get fired? And that video that was posted by Ian Begley saying uh, Leon Rose will uh, is forcefully loyal to Tibbs, that, that was, told me that right was, there, he's not going anywhere. And if we keep winning these games right here and being 500, listen, they're going to have this mentality, oh, man, we got all these things not going our way. And we're still 500, so we're going to build around Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, and we're going to go get a star. And then it's going to come crashing down at the end of the story. And me, State, Cash, all the heavy hitters up in here, we've been sitting here telling y'all, and it's going to be two, it's going to be a couple years, but we're going to sit here at the end of it and laugh at y'all because y'all going to be sitting there, oh, well, we got no talent. And you know, we don't have no young guys anymore. We have nothing. We don't even have draft picks. We told y'all this years ago. Y'all didn't want to listen. So you know what, Tom Thibodeau? Finish all your contract, my boy. Because that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to kiss ass. And look, look at what's happening now. Now we're handing jobs to players who don't, even, who don't even practice, who don't even play preseason. And we're just handing them a starting role 
just because you want to label them untouchable. I digress. Thanks. Y'all have a good one, yo. Appreciate you, smooth. Yeah, man. Um, so let's <laughs> let's let's get to it. What which which of these stars are they going to go after? Man, they put after Zach Levine, man. It's like, like, man, stop it, man. But okay, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be Levine. I think here's another thing, though. Levine's State. not even a is is Levine a CAA guy? I think he is, but he is, he is. But but, but I don't know if he's gonna be on that just because, like what awful Brutus was saying. Like we're gonna have to give up too much, probably. Um, I think we could get a cheaper star than Levine because I don't. I think he's gonna be very expensive. But but oh. here's here's my deal though. I think if we do if because it's it's like you said, it's clear that it seems like Brunson and Julius Randle are part of this. If we're going for Zach Levine, then to me, RJ also has to go because if your big three is going to be those three now getting the ball, RJ cannot be that guy who's only going to be in the corner or what have you because he's not very good at it. Also, his defense is now suspect. When you're going to need defensive guys to cover for those other two guys, for I mean, for the other three, because Levine isn't a strong defender in himself. So you have Levine, Jalen Brunson, and uh, and and Julius Randle out there. None of them are good defensive guys. If you leave R.J. Barrett, who's now showing that his defense is very, it hasn't been very good. And he's not a good corner three-point shooter or shooter at all. It makes no sense for us to have R.J. Barrett on this team if you if you do that because he would then become relegated, similar to a Cam Reddish, and he would not be as good in the role, in my opinion, because he needs touches, he needs to shoot the ball, and he will be. Uh, totally, uh, you know, like tunnel vision focused when he does get the ball and he will shoot it every time. And that will be very detrimental to that team. So if we do get Zach Levine, I can't see a world where RJ Barrett is still here with that. Here's my thing. I can see a world. Um, nah, but Barrett will be included. That makes sense. That's how doesn't expensive, it, sense. That's how expensive I, it will be. Barrett will be included. No, no, no. It, it, makes, it doesn't make sense in your mind, Brutus. You got to get out of your mind and do what I'm doing. <laughs> You're <laughs> so, right. In the next brain, R.J. Barrett is going nowhere. After you failed to trade that man for Donovan, you have to save face. How do you save face? By keeping RJ for his whole contract. That's how you save face. Because if anything goes to shit, we're going to look back at it in, in Nick's history 10 years from now and be like, damn, we should have traded RJ for Donovan Mitchell. Or damn, we should have just kept RJ Barrett instead of getting Zach Levine because now he's making $45 million a year and he can't play 40 games in a season. Damn. So... I, we got to think about certain things when we when we say stuff. If we trade for Zach You're Levine, right. you right, absolutely. Because Zach Levine is going to be, I believe, 28, 29 years old. Julius Randle's about to be 29 years old. Jalen Brunson is going to be 27 years old. RJ Barrett is going to be 23 years old. I am perfectly comfortable waiting for RJ Barrett to. Your goddamn truck. I'm waiting. I'm perfectly comfortable waiting for RJ Barrett to reach his ceiling. 
Uh, I'm comfortable with that. I don't know about anybody, how everybody else feels. You know, people think RJ's trash. I've been calling RJ Barrett Ruben Patterson for a reason because I don't like the way Tim uh, uses him. But I do think that the dynamic between Zach Levine, just bringing him on the team, I think it will, it, I think it will boost the confidence and the morale of the fan base and the Nick players. Because you can't go to – I'm not going to war with Quentin Grimes, man. I don't know about y'all, man. I need real shooters, real soldiers, man. I don't need yeah. dudes who average under six points, man. And I'm trying to gas the fan base that this dude is going to help me win a playoff series. I'm not doing it. So my deal for Zach Levine, I, and it's sad that this is the first name that comes to my mind, Obi Toppin, because I know the team is going to they, – they, they're trying to build around Randall. So you gotta you you gotta find a new home for Obi Toppin. If I'm Obi Toppin, get me the fuck out of New York. I know I'm from Brooklyn, but fuck this place. I need a place where I can go and feed my family for generations. Obi Toppin is losing generational wealth. The more and more he sits on the bench, trade Cam Reddish, Obi Toppin, Cam Reddish, right? Those are the first two guys that I'm thinking about in this deal. Um, the 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 third guy I'm thinking about is Derrick Rose. Do Derrick Rose want to go back home? to Chicago. Um, I know he's a Nick. Love him to death. But, you know, I'm sending Derrick Rose too. Hey, do y'all dudes want Evan Fournier as well? Okay, take his ass too. I'm giving up three three of those protected picks and I'll give up one unprotected pick. Um, give me back Zach Levine and Kobe White and let's do some things, man. Let's do some things, man. It, it, I gotta try to sell myself on how the Knicks think. Zach Levine is directly tied to Tom Thibodeau. Directly, he's not a bum. He's not a bum. But hey, let's go to war with, let's go to war with, with, with three number three options, and let's see, let's see what we can do. <laughs> let's see what we can do. That's where I'm at with it, man. Because I'm trying to make myself feel better. If I keep thinking about the young core, I'm gonna make myself miserable, and I'm gonna lose my hairline. It's bad enough. I'm 32. And my hairline is kind of receding now. I don't need to. I, I don't want to go through that no more. I'm good. I'm good. I'm OD good on that. Hey, what's up, Baba? I'm good on that. So hey, I, I just I just put in the jumbotron a, a possible at least some kind of starting basis for this deal. I did not include draft picks and all that stuff because that's going to be mad complicated. I leave that to the actual GMs, but those are players that could be like kind of uh, involved in a in the movement of the deal. So it's up in the jumbotron. Wait, where is the jumbotron at? Up here? Oh, I see it. Yeah, it's the main thing. Yeah. But hey, man, here's where we are. I know y'all play NBA 2K. We at that portion of the screen when you go in and extend your player and they say won't. That's where we at with Cam Reddish. It's won't. Like, I'm it's, not extending. Not I'm happening. not playing here, bro. Like, I'm, hey, we want to extend you. We want to. Nah, I'm good. Zero chance he resigns here. So, um, can we get something for him? It's either going to be we trade him now and get something, or we and his his value might be lower now because right. teams are going to exactly. be trying to get him on the cheap. Exactly. Well, hey, you're not even playing this guy. He's out of your rotation, right? And, you know, so it's like 
it's just stupid on stupid on stupid. But yeah, or we or it may be a sign and trade in the off season. I doubt if he gets an offer sheet. I think it'll just be you know like some team that wants him and will do the sign and trade because there's no feasible way I see that uh, the young man would ever want to come back here even if Tom Thibodeau is not the coach. And it's just because, you know, the front office doesn't have his back. You know, they traded for him and nobody has a backbone to, to do anything for him. But yet other players are made promises to and other players uh, get, um, you know, untouchable tags. And <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Um. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. Like, like, like I once again, like I'm just emotionless, and I'm trying to like find the best way to sell myself on how the Knicks could get better, and just the Zach Levine route just keeps smacking me in my face. So I'm gonna just go with that. <laughs> uh, hopefully, the Knicks could find a way to get back to 500. Um, so a little bit of my optimism could come back. But right now, as it currently stands, I'm emotionless. I really don't care about the Knicks right now. I'm only talking about the Knicks because I love the Knicks. I love the team. I just don't care about the product that they're putting on the floor at the moment because I know two years from now, that's not going to mean – that's not going to be worth shit. It's not going to be worth nothing. All these Randall ISOs, all these Jalen Brunson ISOs, I don't, I don't care about none of that shit, man. Shit is pointless. Ian Bagley put out that post yesterday talking about how – Leon Rose has married the Tibbs, and uh, I, I don't know, man. But I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I, just, I wanted to start a short space, um, talk about the Knicks real quick, talk about what transpired yesterday. Um, I want y'all all to go to Knicks Take Jake space. Shout out to Knicks Take Jake. Um, shout outs to Knicks Spaces as well. Appreciate all of you guys who tuned in. Appreciate you, Brutus and Stan. Um, Obi Moose. BK Knicks, DJ Brownsville. We didn't get to do my experiment. We'll do it next oh, what's time. The, <laughs> nah, the, you... the, CAA, the, the CAA players that we're traded for. Like, which oh, one would we get, basically? Nah. Like, so, so if you want to do this, the, the only reason why I was going to end the space, because I was actually traveling at the moment. I'm about to go to my mom's house. But if you want to continue the space so we could continue this experiment, because I would love to listen. Um, Stan, you will have to be the co-host, and you will have to like Chris Paul it for like 20, 30 minutes. Nah, that's so cool. That's, that's this is probably gonna take twenty minutes, and then if we want to go from there, that's cool. We go all head over to wherever we want to head over to afterwards. But I feel like I it's gonna, look, we need some fun. We need some fun. We need some because <laughs> because we ain't got no fun. So we could at least I know this is gonna be hella fun for Brutus because he liked that trade machine. So let's get you up here, Brutus. <laughs> nah, that trade machine low key fire. Yeah, let's right, let's, 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 let's get Brutus right. on the co-host too, so so he can have fun uh-huh. with the. <laughs> and then we gonna we we're gonna run this for like 20, 25 minutes, um, and go through these CAA players, and which one are we trading for? And and real quick before I mute myself, shout out to Brownsville. I'm glad you pe- I, I'm glad you peeped in here. Um, um, Tremel, I just want you to know that I used to celebrate Frank Nelakina minutes. When he played 40 minutes and had four points and supposedly locked a player up, I used to celebrate just like you. So continue to dance for Quentin Grimes while he's putting up triple singles. Um, uh, um, and continue to be proud of Tibbs, you know? Continue, Yeah, I see you laughing. I see you laughing. Continue to be proud of Grimes putting up those triple singles. 
the triple ding dings and keep telling me about his defense and the great passes he makes per game. Quentin Nelikina. I'm muting myself. Go ahead, fellas. All right, all right, all right. Let's have some fun, man. Let's have some fun, Leslie. Frank Grimes. Frank Grimes. <laughs> oh, man. See, the thing about that comparison, like, status is, is, is scary on – I mean, it's not on the money yet, but it's scary how right he could be because I was right there with state as far as with Frank. Like, you can't tell me nothing about Frank. I was like, listen, it's not his fault. They're not playing him right. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. And part of me still believe a little bit of that. Part of me still was, believe Frank. I was never on that train, bro. Never yo, on part it. of me felt like, you know, I was believing all of the analytics. He's he's the best, one of the best defenders in the NBA. Analytics, he was there. So, I mean, like, some of these guys that are get, get hired to do analytic work, they do well in their respective jobs. So, I don't know. Like, we just got to start with the one foot in, one, in, one foot out. Like, if you're going to be committed to something, you have to put both feet in. That's the only way it's going to work if you're going to be committed to something. Like, all of this one foot in, one foot out, it looks flaky. It looks nasty. It looks like I don't want to be here. Like, how are you supposed to buy into anything, any relationship, if it's one foot in, one foot out? If you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I, I guess I'll rock with you. It's like, no, I don't want to. It's like that person, you talk to that person that's like, hey, you, you got two minutes. No, actually, you go about your business. If you don't have an hour for me, I might not take an hour of your time. Or maybe not an hour. If you have 20 minutes for me, then I don't need to talk to you. If you're going to tell me, oh, you got two minutes. No, when you have 20 minutes, then maybe I'll take up five minutes of your time. But we're not doing the two minutes because you're not, you're not going to be paying attention to me for the two minutes. You're going to be like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, man, I'm running. I'm, lo- I'm looking at my watch. All these other things. And it's like, we can't do the one foot in, one foot out. We we got to be dedicated to whatever it is. So, State brought up with training for Zach Levine, possibly. Let's see what other uh, CAA clients. First off, let's start off with Zach Levine. What will it cost, Brutus? Let's go through this trade. My God. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think it'll cost us, like you said, at least three um, unprotected firsts. And then, of course, most of our young players. It will more than likely cost us um, OB, Cam, um, and possibly even uh, IQ going in that deal, along with um, the salary fillers that will be necessary, which would be Derek Rose and um, Evan Fournier. And that is because it seems that we're committed to building around Julius freaking Randall. And of course, well, Jalen yep. Brunson as well. So that's what this team is doing. I mean, that's what they're showing us. So we have to believe. We have to stop believing what's in our hearts. We got to believe what's what's in our eyes. Like what's what we see that's in front of us. That's what they're showing us. Um, that's what Fred Cat said when we had him on just last week. Amazing space. If you guys haven't checked out that space, I'd encourage you go check out. Let's talk next. Um, it should be pinned yes. to our profile. Amazing, amazing, amazing space. About an hour and change um, where we just first hour and change, yes. And then um, there's uh, about two two hours about us just a lot of fun, mind blown, <laughs> a lot of crazy, uh, trying to make sense of it, right? Trying to make sense of the situation because it felt like it, it, it was no sense of it, even though Fred uh, really just gave us everything that we we knew. Um, the one thing 
I'll, I'll mention this uh, before we go back to that. Charlotte did. I, I think Charlotte missed this. A lot of us missed this. Fred brought up Kevin Durant's name. I don't think anybody recognized that. Wow. Um, I listened to. Yeah, like you go back. He brings up before he brings up Car Anthony Towns. He brings up KD. Yeah, don't. I know we heard it, but don't give me flashbacks of when. No, 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 no. I know, but I'm just like I was like, wow. Like when he said that, I was like, holy shit. He just said Kevin Durant. Like I'm like, why would he bring that up? Yeah, you know, like uh, Kevin Durant. I don't think would be ideal for even that timeline because if you're looking at it right now Julius Randle just turned 28 um, Jalen Brunson just turned 26 and if we go for Zach Levine he just turned 27 so you see that's where that the line of thinking is that those guys are on the same time uh, as, as far as coming into their prime um, going uh, I, I, I just don't see Kevin Durant as a, a viable candidate to come here because he only has maybe a couple of years more at the highest of the most elite level, more than likely. And therefore, he would be more seeking to want to definitely be in positions to try to win now. And him with Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, I don't think that moves the needle for us still being a title contender. Um, it gets us a little closer because you're saying the name Kevin Durant, but is it really uh, pushing us to that point where we are would be considered one of the favorites to possibly come out of the East? I don't think so. I mean, you put Kevin Durant on any team, I think you're automatically... Oh, you're, 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 you're better, contender. and you definitely could be... You're, you're, in you're, you're in a contender conversation. You automatically... Now, I'm not saying that Kevin Durant... I, I just thought it was funny that he mentioned it, and none of us paid attention to it. And quickly, before, like, before he... Like, before he was... While he was saying Kevin Durant, Charlotte basically queued up, what about Zach Levine? So it was like it, it happened right over each other. So he didn't get the right. So he didn't get to exp- uh, yeah to right. expand on it. Yeah, so then he was like, um, huh, that's interesting, you know. And he and he talked about that. But remember, he he brought up Cat. The two names he brought up was Cat, and he brought up KD. KD is not a CAA client, but so I thought that was interesting. I don't really want to spend too much time on that. I just thought it was interesting that he even brought it up at all. Yeah. Um, now, now here's with the cat situation with cat. Um, him wanting to ask out right after they made this big deal for um, Rudy Gobert and also giving him a super max deal. I just don't think that he would do that. I, I just don't think it would be such a great look. Now, if it came down to the, the organization having to make a decision, I don't know if cat and Anthony Edwards get along. I haven't heard anything that says that they don't, but if it's something like that and the organization has to choose, if I'm if I'm them, of course, the track record with Cat, they haven't really done much. And even though now they're going about to pay him all this money, I'd rather ride on Ant Man if I was them. But Right. I mean I, you already lost Jimmy Jimmy Butler because of the cat. So now you're possibly gonna lose you look, you don't want look, it doesn't matter what we can say anyway. Like he can't say trade me and they're gonna trade him. But you don't want him getting to that place where he says trade me, and it's like, well, I'm not going to sign my extension. Well, he's already signed it, though. 
Chapter's right, already next, on the Supermax. Well, that's what I'm saying. The next one, though. Like, the next one, he goes... Well, the, like and then 20. the next one, he's going to be in his mid-30s. Hell, with that, I wouldn't want no touch. No, 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 no. We're, we're talking pole. about... No, we're talking about um Anthony. Oh, Anthony. man. And, yeah. Well, no rookie will ever, as we can see... No rookie will more than likely, like Zion did it. The only, matter of fact, it never even came to that situation with us and KP because we traded KP before this, the time. But I think KP would have signed his rookie extension too. Nobody right. turns that down. Nobody, because no, no, no. it puts you, it right. sets you so far back on the on the scale of how much you could get paid and catching up for the future that no person will do that. So yeah, you're never going to sign a rookie deal in your life. Like you're never going to make up that kind of money in your life. I mean. Because there's I mean, so many restrictions yeah, but, on how much you could be paid and, and what have you if you switch teams at that time. I, I, it's just too uh, fiscally irresponsible to not sign your rookie deal. So, no, yeah, I mean you could sign that, but I mean you could see afterwards. Guys want to still want to get up out of there, and if you make it a, a point where you have to be traded at that point, I think talking about in the second contract, obviously, that's right. when that possibly becomes so. I don't know. I, I think Carl Anthony Sounds is definitely one to to have a conversation about. I don't necessarily want him here, um, but since we're having a conversation, yeah. what, what would he like call him? Like him and Zach Levine, because you also got to remember, we're still talking about Tibbs here as the coach. I thought that neither of those guys really was that fond of, of, of Thibodeau, especially Cat. Now, I think Levine never really got that much of a chance because – uh, Levine got hurt, and then he was traded uh, before Tibbs could really mess him up or do anything to him. So, uh, but the fact is, is that Thibodeau traded him. So, I don't know how much love Zach Levine would have for wanting to play for Thibodeau again. You know, I know that they said that he was fond of how he treated him during the time that after he got hurt. You know, I think Thibodeau was the one who drafted him. Uh, but at the same token, you know, he did trade you. So I don't know. I, I'm just not buying the fact. I know the cat in Thibodeau had a contentious relationship also with Wiggins, but Wiggins kind of seems like he's maybe forgiven him, but it's because he doesn't play for him no more. So I don't know if either of those guys are really wanting to rush to play for Tom Thibodeau. Okay. So let's throw out. Um, we're throwing out Cat as far as wanting to play with Tom Thibodeau. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's any – it's up to them. If we're just being honest, I don't think it's really up to them to say. But we could throw those guys out for, for, for the sake of the conversation. What about Devin Booker? Book. Book. Uh, Book cost. Um, he's CAA. He's, he's the highest – uh, client aside from Zion, um, that's the CAA guy. Um, what, what would that cost? What would that look like? Uh, well, I think for us, it's always pretty much the same players that we have that could go, you know, to try to make because you got to try to meet the salary, and then of course they're going to want most of our young players. And in all of these scenarios, I'm going to exclude. Quitting Grimes since that's what this organization seems to be all all you know in on. So I'm excluding him, but everybody else is up for grabs. So it'll probably still be the same five guys out there that uh, are the the trade bait, and then of course the rest of it comes with our picks. So how many picks will it take? 
I think it's still all in the same ballpark. Maybe Phoenix tries to get a, a fourth unprotected somehow from us. But other than that, uh, I think the packages are the same. I think we have the same guys that will be moved, being the fact that Jalen Brunson and, and Randall are the ones that they're building around so that we can't include them. So you have Fournier, Rose, you have uh, Cam, Obi, IQ, and then you have our, our wealth of draft picks. So those would be any common any player what we're talking about is going to be a combination. RJ's probably both included teams. in that. We, I was a matter of fact that was the next one I was going to include. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't say it because the state and what yeah. he was had been saying. But remember, I did say that basically to me it makes no sense to have RJ on the team with those three because those three will be the the shot eaters now. As as of right now, the shot eaters are um, Randall, Brunson, and RJ. But now if you add Levine, if that was the case, or if you add Booker, or if you add Cat, that becomes the third guy that's eaten, or the, maybe he becomes the first and the other two drop a little, but they ain't going to drop much. So that's why RJ, I think, is also will more than likely be included on any of those deals. And I know State doesn't want to hear that. No, State um, don't want to hear it. I know he, don't I know want he doesn't want to hear that, but I, I'd have to believe because it just only makes sense that they wouldn't keep RJ because RJ was kept here to become or maintained to be a principal player. And if you're now adding another star like that to go with, with Jalen and Randall – then he's no longer a principal player and he's not showing to be very good at being a fringe player. You know what I'm saying? How, how would RJ's stat lines look with limited shots and limited, because you can see he's a volume guy right now because he has these slow starts and stuff like that. He wouldn't be able like, like if he had a game like yesterday playing with those guys in the first half, you think he's ever seeing the ball again in the second half to, so, to try to recover? No. So that's why I don't see RJ as being part of being here if we do make that um, move. So you're right there. RJ would be included. He would he would be a sixth person you could add to that list. So you have the, the ability, more than likely six players. Of course, everybody else could also be included, including like uh, – uh, Mitchell Robinson, you know, players like that. But Mitchell can't be traded until January 15th. Um, like even Zach Levine, uh, according to what it says, he can't be traded until January 15th. So all of these things would have to be moved closer towards the uh, uh, trade deadline in February. So we did Booker. Um, what about a cheaper option now? Let's do Kyle Kuzma. Hell no. Nah. If we're getting him as our third guy, man, we're in deep, deep trouble. He shouldn't cost too much, but I think he's loving his situation right now in Washington. Uh, him, KP, and them, they seem to have some kind of rapport. And, um, you know, Bradley Beal is the one whose play hasn't been that up to, you know, Bradley Beal standards right now. And if he get, gets going, that team could be a little bit scary. I don't like their point guard over there in Washington, but Kuzma himself, 
I don't think he would want out of that situation. And how the hell does he match here? Because he's actually the power forward there, and Julius is the power forward here. Um, I don't see uh, Kyle Kuzma as an option for us. He will be cheaper. He will be cheaper. He might cost you quickly. Uh, if, if they were talking about that quickly type of trade, and you know, it might be something like that, even though I know it was just draft capital. Uh, but, we, you know, while we're just messing with CAA players, I think he'd be a little bit cheaper. Um, yeah, but does he fit? That's the key. You know, he's a power forward. I mean, we have a power forward. I don't think this team is doing a lot of fit stuff. So I think right now we're just like, we're just right out entertaining the conversation of it being uh, plausible or not. Andrew Wiggins is probably not going anywhere, but he's a CAA player. Oh, yeah, we're not talking about fit whatsoever. Then, I mean, I guess we could get Kuzma in here to play like the small forward and still keep Randall as a power forward. I don't like the mix whatsoever, so I would pass on it. But, yes, he would be cheaper if they did decide to go that route. Next person. <laughs> so the next person, and I think that Kyle Kuzma wouldn't take this team, make it a little bit better. Um, but still, that goes from playing in team to – uh, probably a playoff team that's still losing in the first round. but might no, be no, It would take better. us to a higher playing team. So we'll go from maybe <laughs> right. number 10 to number to 8. <laughs> right, 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 right. Something like that. Something like that. Um, all right, so the next player, um, again, uh, let's do the next two players, Andrew Wiggins and uh, D'Angelo Russell. Damn, Wiggins is a guy I, I wanted at one time. Like, I, I thought that we sh should have tried to get him because at one time I didn't think Golden State was going to be able to pay for him and, uh, you know, all these guys that they had to sign or what have you. But as you can see, they have kind of figured out a way. And uh, he is there. Um, didn't he just sign some kind of extension as well? He did. He did. Yeah, man. So he's he's off the table. I, I don't think that they're going to trade him. Uh, he was a big piece of their winning, you know, the championship again uh, last year. He's younger. Um, if anything, if that team decides to start moving off uh, from its um, major parts, I would see either Draymond and or Clay Thompson being moved before they would move Wiggins because Wiggins could actually help them still usher in the new era with the, with the Kamingas and the Moody's and stuff like that, because he's younger still, he's still like 28 or something like that. So um, if one of the old dogs is going to be moving on so that they could try to keep their thing kind of like going, I don't think they're going to move off from Wiggins unless they're breaking the whole thing up. Unless they're yeah, blowing the it, whole it's thing possible. up, it's possible. I mean, I think they'll know by the. I think they'll know. I think they'll still try. I don't. I don't see them blowing up until next year. I think. I think as long as Steph up. is with them, they're going to sure. be attempting to try to win. And right. I think Steph is going to be there. Steph is the lifer, one hundred percent the lifer. Absolutely. More more than likely, Clay would be a liker, lifer. Um, but I think the 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 door on Draymond may be closing. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. What about D'Angelo uh, Russell? I want no parts of him. None. Zero. None. 
not even an option to me. He does nothing for us. It'll help us go nowhere. Um, of course, he'll be a lot cheaper because they'll just probably be looking to dump him. He's the kind of player right now that probably could be gotten for for a draft pick and or maybe just as a salary dump because um, they could definitely move on to something else uh, uh, aside from D'Angelo Russell. They could use a more defensive-minded point guard um, to have next to Anthony Edwards. Um, and uh, just a guy who maybe could hit some shots because um, Angelo, D'Angelo Russell and, and Edwards isn't that great of a fit because, um, you know, Russell likes to score and he can't defend. The good part about Edwards is that he, he does seem to have the tools to defend. I don't know what his uh, willingness is or how, how he's really doing on that side right now, but uh, I, w- I don't want no parts of D'Angelo Russell, but yes, he would be cheaper. If we did go that route, but now, it would be it would be crazy. And you don't want no parts of it. We don't want no parts of a lot of these players, right? But D'Angelo Russell, pass all star, right? He was a pass all star. Is would be cheaper, right? Probably easier to move off of as well, right? Also give this team a, a chance to like, hey, we upgraded here. We got this other player. He's gonna get us over the hump. Sell you a dream type of thing. Um, so we're, so we're going to send them RJ that. for that. as much as I don't like it either. RJ for D'Angelo Russell. I mean, nah, you know, I don't think I don't think it will be RJ will be included in that. So now we're talking about a, a starting lineup with four lefties. Yeah, probably. Yeah, all, make them all lefties. The all lefty lineup you might get. You might you might see it. I don't know. I think no. Cam probably gets included in that if that was to be you know if, if that, that was a trade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it, uh, the trade pool of players would come from the same little grouping that we have, you know. So it's not – I mean, there's really like six guys that really could be moved like right now. Um, and, again, we already pointed them out. It's Evan, it's, it's um, uh, Derek Rose, it's, you know, quickly to OB, Cam. Um, and, like, the other guys don't have much value. I mean, Grimes, but, of course, we've already deemed him as untouchable. I'm staying with that same thought process, keeping him out of any deals. So who else? McBride or what have you, Jericho. Those guys make very little money in the big scheme of, you know, trying to uh, uh, make the money up. I don't see any teams just lining up saying like, oh, yes, we want to have we got to have like a Jericho Sims or Miles McBride in in the deal. So I don't see that as any kind of uh of things, so I think our pool is really those, those like five, six players, and now you include RJ. But it wouldn't be for like, like you said, not for Russell. But you know, if it's a, a bigger deal, like a Booker or a Zach Levine, even I would have to say that that RJ would be part of it. Yeah, RJ would definitely be in for a, a Booker. But the cheaper options, I don't think um, we'd have to include. Yeah, RJ. and they don't, don't they don't make much sense for us because they 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 don't really add nothing. I don't think they make us any better than what we are right now. Uh, D'Angelo I don't Russell. I really think any of these trades would make us that much better, but I still think that the team is going to do that. But those guys aren't stars. To, I mean, maybe Russell, but like Kuzma, Russell we mentioned his name. He's not a right? star at all. He's he's been nothing for the most part. I mean, you know, just a good player in his career. He's never been an all star. Um, 
of course, Levine has been multiple all-star. Of course, Booker is like a, a top league player. Those are the kind of guys we're going for. So do they have anybody else on the list of that caliber? No one really that we can get because they got a lot of young players too now. They got the Jalen Greens. You know, they got a lot of guys that's already locked up. So, so not- wouldn't it make sense, in, in my opinion, I would wait – for a couple of years that maybe one of those type of guys start to take off and maybe we could now get in on one of them because they get un, un you know like uh, unsatisfied with their situation like Houston Brody, you starting to make sense now on me Brody, you starting <laughs> to make sense on me we 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 we're not doing the exercise of making sense okay if we don't no, no sense we wouldn't be trading for a star player we would be trading away a player so we can know what we right. have Exactly, and then move forward position. and, and get set up for the future. Yeah, but we, we, but this is a win now. No. So we're, we're looking at win now. So for win now, it's only the, 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 those two guys, maybe three if you add Cat. And I, 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 the only one that I could really kind of see right now is if Phoenix falls apart. Phoenix falls apart. Chris Paul, just his age just comes up. You know, Aiton doesn't really want to be there. Um, it now comes down to pretty much Booker is all they got. And he says, you know, the hell with this shit. I already went through uh, the start of the whole building process with Phoenix. I'm not going to go to a rebuild with them. Maybe he is the guy. And I think I've heard some people say that they're not very high on Devin Booker and then some other people not very high on Zach Levine because neither of those guys by themselves, uh, I think, really moves the needle, except maybe Booker. I would say Booker, number one, Levine, number two, and then Cat, maybe three. Now, Cat, you know, that changes a lot of our whole dynamic because we know he's not a good defensive center. So if he's coming in, I would want him to be our four and get rid of the hell of Julius Randle. That's what I would want to do. But again, you said not making yeah, sense. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we not making yeah. sense for this. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's what we So, if, we, we so if we're taking sense. sense out of it, then, then, then that would be, you know, because that would put your, 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 just think about this. Cat in the middle, non-defensive player. Julius Randle, who's showing us some of the most atrocious defense played to man right now. And Jalen Brunson, who tries as hard as he possibly may can, may try to, to, to be a defensive, but we know he's not very good at it. That would be your team. Bro, we going nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> It goes nowhere. Maybe second round or so. Um, I think the only difference makers are possibly a Booker. And so, if we make a trade for any of these players, and we're not giving up a, like, I guess one of the lead producers. Uh, sure, yeah, it gives us a chance to get to the semifinals. I guess I'm talking about a Booker or or Levine possibly, but you're giving up so much. You're giving up the draft capital, and look, I I, I think and your bench, your bench is depleted. Your bench is depleted now. You have no bench. bench. Absolutely depleted. So I mean, you're trying to draw a line in the sand at at some point, but I, I don't know. Yep. See, even even the baby knows it. She's saying like, "Hell, that shit ain't gonna." Yeah. Yeah, she's like, "That shit ain't gonna fly. It's not gonna work. I'm not with it. She ain't signed up for it either." 
Oh my God, bless her little heart. <laughs> well, Charlotte, what's going on, uh, Jack? What's what, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts on these on these uh, trade trade talks that we've made up um, because the Knicks are clearly building around Julius Randle and, and Jalen Brunson. I haven't. Um, and we're going to the... trade a star player for. So we're talking about uh, we're, we're building around Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson. We're trading for just a star player next because. Um, and we're, and we're going the CAA route. Can I ask what the trade was? So we're, we're going through CAA players since since um we, we, we talked about the cat space and he said that's where they would start. So we like, okay, let's start there, you know. <laughs> and so we, we started there. Was that? I said who I wonder whose space that was. Oh, that was yours. Oh, yeah, it was I yours. Think so. we, 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 I think that totally... was your space that you ran phenomenally. Well, yes. I have another guest next week. So. That was me. So. Who's the guest? You got to stay tuned. You got to stay tuned. Can I hear the trade? So we talked about <laughs> we talked about who who was the first person we talked about. I think we talked about, was it Booker first? I think it was Levine first. Levine first. First yeah. and yeah, foremost. Don't talk, don't talk and about like, Levine first. And like, and like I said, we only really have like five or six players <laughs> that uh, would more than likely move the needle in any deal right now. So, of course, it would start with the salary fillers and the salary fillers for us right now, being the fact that we're looking to build, and this is this is all predicated on us building around Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson. My God, that hurts me to even say, but that's what we're factoring in. So though that means those two are not going to be part of it. I've also excluded, continue to exclude grounds from any trade talks being that that's who they wanted as untouchable uh, from the beginning. I'm going to hold him in that regard continuously. Uh, but uh, we have, of course, the Derek Roses, the uh, Evan Fournier's, the salary fillers, and then our young kids, Cam, Obi, IQ, and I'm including RJ as part of this. For what? For what? It just depends on uh, the, any mix of those guys for the Levines or the Bookers or the Cats because we're going through CAA side. But it, it, it would it would it, it would come from now th- that pool of players, and then of course, uh, the main thing that would be the draw for those guys would be their the picks. Have you guys lost your mind? It's not nothing to mind over. We're, we're going based on um, we're going, we're going the organization seems that they're moving that's, towards. That's legitimate out there. We're not trying to make up what we want that's in our minds, is which is we want to build the youth, we want to build through the kids. We're not. This, we're yeah, not we're, oh, we're past that. State yeah, says he's over that. that. He's we're over. He's we're, over the we're, kids we're and over the eyes. So with our eyes, we're seeing that they're doing this. What and what we know after the. Cast interview as far as you know he, he I don't know if you remember that but he he said they would start I listened to that interview three times now he said they would start at CAA as far as trading for a star player so we Did went through the star players times, in CAA no not today just in general I know in general yeah. I mean yeah. if you guys are yeah. not wondering what we're talking about up top Fred Katz um, was talking about the Knicks and I I think IQ is going to be traded that's my personal opinion though right. Right, so we so that's what we're talking about. Here. But we're, we're talking, talking about, about as part of the bigger the bigger type deals that right. that could be out there. Being that it seems like we're building around those two guys and not our, our young core. Or you know, state says he doesn't want to hear about young cores no more, and I agree with him. That pretty much seems like it's done. And so we're not talking about anything 
uh, relative here, um, Charlotte. We're, we're not talking anything that actually makes sense. We're, we're looking at this through our Knicks being this organization, how it's been run and how it seems that it's working. We're looking through those eyes, right? Because a couple of times I have been caught being responsible or what was the word? Uh, um, state, I was caught being like too realistic, you know, or too like, you yeah, know, make it like, too much sense at times. Yeah, right. I mean, I would, we're, no, we're not talking about making sense, Charlotte. So you got to take sense out of this. You got to look at it through the fact that they are choosing to build around Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson. Now, that automatically doesn't make sense. So now you understand where we're going, I hope. What happened to her? Is she dropped? Yeah, I think she said she had to go. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. that's 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 where we at with it. Um, I, <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, we we mentioned like four or five names. It's really not that many players we can actually trade for under the CAA star players. I mean, really, how many star players do they really have? And we oh. talked about Russell. You know how he might be a cheaper option, but probably not much of a difference maker. Right. We talked about um. Uh, Kuzma being, you know, a cheaper option, but again, probably not much of a difference maker, not a needle mover. So the needle movers are going to be the more expensive players. The Devin Bookers, I don't know if they're, you know, and he's not even available right now. Exactly. He's not again. even remotely available. His team is actually playing very well, even with Chris Paul hurt. So they're still in their same mode. DeAndre Ayton is still there, although may he wants to or not be or whatever it is, however that fight is going to end. But he can't be traded until the, the minimum is January 15th as well for, for Ayton. So, um, I don't think Phoenix is making any moves like that this year, so I think we could pretty much take Book off the table for this year. If anything happens with him, it'll be after this year, depending on how they end up with this whole with the whole chasing a, a chip with him and Chris Paul. So I don't think nothing happens with Booker until that's determined after this year. Either they're going to win it or they don't, and if they don't win it, they decide to break it up. If they do win it, Either they decide to run it back or they decide to break it up because they know that they probably can't do it again because Chris Paul is on his last legs. Um, so then that really leaves Levine. The Bulls are trying to say right now he's untouchable. Um, but we all know that that's just a smoke screen that like, you know, hey, make us your best offer. Otherwise, we're not going to be looking to to move him. And uh, Levine, to me, also makes no sense. But in the Knicks world, that's exactly what we're looking at. Um, well, beautiful uh, uh, segment there, fellas. Beautiful segment. Um, I don't know how else to feel. Uh, I'm about to go and take my nephew to GameStop and buy him a Toy Story toy. Toys. Go do your thing, man. <laughs> go do your thing. That's a much better thing than worried about this putrid ass That mix. is a much better thing than <laughs> been talking about. The, any part of the Knicks or any part. Yeah, yeah, anything. In the, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate, I appreciate you guys pulling up. I kind of got an idea who Charlie is bringing on to the Twitter Spaces next week, but I talked to y'all about that in the DM. Um, I appreciate everybody that's tuned in, man. Everybody that popped up. Yo, Dip, man, you came mad late, bro. You came mad late. Yo, Brownsville, Tremel, keep coming with those Cam Reddish takes, man. 
because Grimes gonna come out next game and give you a whopping seven points. Whoopty fucking do. So keep it coming, Jamel. Keep going on the thread. You know, throwing shade at everybody. Yeah, yeah. Keep laughing, motherfucker. Keep throwing shade, right? And let's keep supporting triple singles. Let's keep supporting RJ Barrett playing like Ruben Patterson. Let's keep supporting quickly in trade rumors before Quentin Grimes. It's funny because the Quentin Grimes stands, they're not even coming for the quickly stands. They're coming straight for the Cam Reddish stands. But if I was a man who quickly stands, I'm looking at Quentin Grimes, and I'm like, how the fuck is he getting more minutes than me? Facts. If I'm a quickly stand like Tag, that would be my issue. That would be – my man can't get no starting position with help. Man, I can't even get into this more because this, this shit will run along. None. Not as point guard, not as shooting guard, not as <laughs> no guard. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm going to holler at y'all, man. It's y'all boys state, man. Go follow Nick Spaces. Um, hopefully, we got another Spaces later on. I'm about to go chill with my nephew, man. Peace and love, fellas. Peace and love, man. Peace and love. Peace and love.